Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Former President Trump's lawyers will go live to Politico senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein coming up. The Dow loses 313 points today. The Nasdaq down 110, S&P down 44. All the markets losing about 1%. And the commanders are forced to reshuffle their offensive line because of injuries. It's 7 o'clock. Hurricane Fiona aftermath. About 80% of Puerto Rico is still without electricity. Taking food out of the mouths of children in need. The scheme worked for about two years. Possible vote in Ukraine breakaway regions to join Russia. It's not clear what will happen. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. With much of Puerto Rico without power after Hurricane Fiona... Generators are doing what the power grid cannot. The Category 3 hurricane blasts the Turks and Caicos Islands after leaving at least three dead in Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. CBS's Christian Benavides. Residents are storm-weary. Blackouts are common. More than 3,000 homes are still covered in blue tarps. Our people has PTSD after Hurricane Maria. We are trying to, to rebuild again, start from scratch. This is who we are. The National Hurricane Center says Fiona is expected to strengthen to a Category 4 storm as it approaches Bermuda Friday. It is not expected to threaten the U.S. mainland. Cristian Benavides, CBS News, Miami. Feds charge 47 people in Minnesota with conspiracy in what's billed as the largest pandemic fraud scheme to date. CBS's Jeff Pegues reports. Prosecutors say the defendants stole more than $250 million in federal money. And while they were supposed to be feeding needy children, they were actually feeding their own appetite for luxury goods, including cars, jewelry, and real estate. Investigators say the suspects generated false names and kept fake logs of the children that they were feeding. The judge tasked with reviewing evidence the Justice Department collected from Mar-a-Lago is already encountering pushback from former President Trump's legal team. CBS's Scott McFarland. Special master selected for this case, federal judge Raymond Deary of New York, got down to business with a 45-minute hearing saying he'd move as quickly as possible through the process and asking Trump's legal team to show some information or details about his claims that he declassified some of those records seized from Mar-a-Lago. The Trump legal team said no, that it might compromise their defense if there is an indictment. President Biden says the U.S. is seeing more migrants trying to enter the country from Venezuela and Cuba, and it's difficult to return them to those countries, but... We're working with Mexico and other countries to see if we can stop the flow. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who sent 50 asylum seekers to Martha's Vineyard, says... Everybody now knows, and it was only because you had to have the elite who want to have the cost on everybody else, and they don't want to have to shoulder that. That's the only reason now people are talking about this. Stocks close lower ahead of the Fed decision on interest rates. The Dow closed down 313 points. NASDAQ plunged 110. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 7.03 here on WTOP on this Tuesday evening, September 20th, 2022. 80 degrees in Chantilly, gradually falling to the 60s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
new tonight. It may soon be illegal to turn right on red at most intersections in D.C. The goal is to protect cyclists and pedestrians. The D.C. Council voted unanimously late this afternoon to make it a traffic violation to go right on red. This is a preliminary vote. If it passes a final vote, the law would take effect in 2025. The new legislation would allow cyclists to ride through stop signs and red lights without stopping when it's safe to do so. The legislation would also let DDOT allow right turns at certain red lights if they find it will improve safety at specific intersections. Staying with this topic of road safety, the numbers are going the wrong way. More people are dying in traffic crashes in Montgomery County. County leaders took a look at the numbers and got an update on what's being done about this. Christy Daphnis with the Advisory Committee on Pedestrian and Cyclist Safety in Montgomery County put it bluntly. I could sit here in this seat and say everything's great. We're doing an amazing job of preventing deaths. We're fixing all of our roadways. But she said... If I were to say this, I'd be lying. 28 people died in Montgomery County crashes between January and September of this year. 18 were in vehicles, 7 were pedestrians, 3 were on bikes. The data from county transportation officials showed 40% of serious crashes happen on just 3% of the road network, expanding the use of speed and red light cameras, redesigning roadways, and adding traffic signals are among the actions in the Vision Zero plan. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. You'll soon see metro trains going back and forth between Reston and Ashburn along Phase 2 of the Silver Line. The trains will be stopping at several new stations, but don't get too excited. They won't be picking you up or dropping you off just yet. No, you can't take the train to Dulles International Airport, but it is an important step. Metro between October the 3rd and the 17th will run simulated service along the new stretch of the Silver Line. They need to do do it and a bunch of other things to train staff and receive safety certification from the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission. The commission CEO, David Mayer. We are prepared to provide our concurrence once Metro Rail and the airport's authority demonstrate that they have completed all safety requirements. This Thursday, Metro's board will vote on whether to give Metro's general manager the ability to accept the new phase into the system for passenger service when all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. The goal is setting a start date for service sometime this fall. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. On a visit to Loudoun County, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin has defended those new and highly controversial state guidelines for transgender students. At this point, they are proposed guidelines with a month for public hearing and comment. Critics of the governor call these measures cruel. They say they are discriminatory. WTOP's Dick Juliano with more. After inspecting vote counting systems and praising the integrity of Virginia elections, Governor Yunkin was asked about the state's new education model policies, which would require parents' permission before schools change the name and gender references of a student. This is about respecting children. Transgender students and their parents say they're fearful of the new guidelines and worried they could spark bullying. Yunkin says no one should fear the guidelines, which bolster parental involvement. I would find it very hard to argue that a parent being engaged in a child's life is inconsistent with that child's safety. The governor says students' dignity, privacy, and safety will be respected. In Leesburg, Dick Yoliano, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, we have a significant update on the Mar-a-Lago top-secret documents investigation of former President Trump. The new special master in the case is asking some tough questions. Josh Gerstein of Politico will be with us live.
It's 707. This is Dr. Tracy Applebaum from Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital. Whether trauma, infection, or arthritis, our pets need pain relief too. Many over-the-counter pain relievers are not safe for our animals, so it is very important to speak with your vet if you feel that your pet seems uncomfortable. We now have many affordable treatment options, such as medication, laser therapy, and chiropractics. If you are interested in scheduling an appointment, please contact us at Rocky Gorge Vet. Your mission success depends on the security of your information. At Lidos, our scalable and high-speed full-spectrum cyber is that bedrock of security. We operate three of the four largest security operations centers for the federal government, applying decades of insights to deliver rapid, secure, and scalable cyber solutions for agencies of every size. When the mission is what matters most, Lidos delivers full-spectrum cybersecurity at scale and at speed. LEIDOS.com slash secure. Are you looking for a better job or do you want a better life? Hi, I'm Julio Casado with Insulators Local 24, the very best in the mechanical insulation industry. As part of Local 24, you will earn an excellent living, the very best benefits, and a well-planned retirement. When you're in Local 24, you're a part of a family. To speak with someone about joining, go to insulators24.org. Unite nuestra familia, Insulators Local 24. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still seeing some heavy volume through the district. Uh, 395 North coming out of Virginia across the inbound 14th Street Bridge towards southwest. No incidents in your way, just heavy volume. Also very slow coming south in the 3rd Street Tunnel to go south on the 395 toward Virginia as well. Uh, crash involving a pedestrian. Rock Creek Parkway at Virginia Avenue. Traffic may be redirected each way as a result. There's still some heavy volume on the Whitehurst Freeway. Maybe folks trying to avoid that uh, headed toward Georgetown. So watch out for that as well. Uh, still very slow in stretches on the Beltway in Maryland on the Outer Loop. Uh, through Silver Spring toward Bethesda. Inner Loop uh, leaving McLean headed toward the American Legion Bridge. Again, briefly beyond the spur and once more 355 over toward Connecticut Avenue before the pace picks up. Better now on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, uh, headed north out of the district up toward the Beltway. North of the Beltway, much better ride headed up toward the Baltimore Beltway. Uh, 95 looks good in both directions to 70 north and south, also free and clear. Virginia, still a little heavy off the Beltway, headed out toward Nutley Street. And again, into the sunshine, headed toward the rest area of Manassas, but no incidents in your way. Join the YMCA today and with zero enrollment fees and move forward toward achieving your health and wellness goals. Enjoy playing pickleball, tennis, swimming, and getting a great workout. Visit ymcadc.org to learn more. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper. Clear skies out there on this Tuesday night with lows in the 60s. All sunshine once again tomorrow with highs in the mid to upper 80s. Our average high now 79 degrees. On Thursday, there's the chance for a morning shower, mainly up around the Maryland-Pennsylvania border, and then some scattered showers and thunderstorms later in the day as winds increase with temperatures mainly in the 70s throughout the day on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Fort Belvoir, 80, and Foggy Bottom and Silver Spring, also at 80 degrees this early evening. We're heading down to the 60s, and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
It's 7-Eleven. We've got the latest on the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation. The senior federal judge appointed to review materials seized by the FBI from former President Trump's Florida estate sharply questioned the Trump's attorneys today. It came during the first hearing on the case in his Brooklyn courtroom. Judge Raymond Deary repeatedly pressed the former president's lawyers for refusing to back up the claim that he declassified the highly sensitive national security-related records found at Mar-a-Lago. Joining us live on Skype. Now, political senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein, who, of course, has been closely following this story from the start. Josh, to call the judge skeptical sounds really like an understatement. Beyond our brief in- introduction, what is your takeaway from the hearing, including any response from the Trump team? Well, uh, this was really the very one of the very first steps in this process. In fact, uh, Judge Deary, who's going to be the special master, uh, the outside party brought in to review these records, that were taken from Mar-a-Lago on August 8th. This is the first time that Trump's lawyers and the government's lawyers had a chance to meet with him. They met in person in his courtroom in Brooklyn, New York. I'm standing just outside the courthouse as we speak. And the judge throughout seemed to be a little bit out of sync with the Trump legal team. Uh, The judge came into the courtroom and made some comments about that, you know, People could pursue their litigation strategy, but he needed to move forward with this review of the documents. And and he really, as you were saying in the lead-in, seemed um, taken aback a bit by the Trump approach of saying, you know, maybe Trump declassified these documents, so the lawyer should have a look at all the classified stuff, uh, but we're not going to give you any proof or even a statement from Trump saying that he did that. Well, Josh, what's the word from the Justice Department? Well, you know, the Justice Department's view is that as, at least for the materials that were marked classified, it's really just like 1% of the stuff that the government seized uh, back on August 8th. But some of it classified or marked as classified up to levels, top secret, secure compartmented information. They say, look, there's really no need even for Trump's lawyers to look at this information, uh, that it's clearly not privileged. It can't be uh, Trump's personal property because it's government classified information and it really should be outside the scope of the special master's review and that issue you know their position on that was rejected by the judge down in florida and that's uh, currently on appeal to the 11th circuit in atlanta so we'll get some ruling um on that we think perhaps within the next few days and in the meantime i guess they'll just set the question of the classified records aside from this broader review and beyond that regarding judge deary specifically and his courtroom and what happens next do we know anything tonight well he's said that he would within a day or so issue an order with some timelines in it but he said he's very wants to move with what he called a reasonable dispatch. He said he wasn't going to hurry, but they have a lot of work to do. Uh, the judge set a deadline to complete this review of the documents uh, by the end of November. But, you know, who knows if that's realistic. If if it ends up that the classified and marked classified materials are part of this review, I don't think it's realistic to get that done uh, by the end of November. They have to get people's security clearances in place and so forth. And the judge doesn't seem inclined to move forward with that just yet um, until that issue of whether the classified stuff will be part of this is resolved by the higher courts. Thanks for the update, Josh. Thank you. Take care. That is Politico senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein, and we talked to him on Skype. Well, stay with us here on WTOP. A reshuffling of that commander's offensive line. They've got a 
brace themselves for the Eagles coming up on Sunday. Stay with us on WTOP. On the house, no charge, complimentary, gratis. For a limited time, Silver Diner is offering free delivery through SilverDiner.com. You heard that right. Free delivery through SilverDiner.com. Now you can satisfy your entire family without leaving home. Whether you are vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just love the classics, Silver Diner offers you the choices of how you live and a healthy dose of what you crave. Now with free delivery. Order today at SilverDiner.com. Offer ends September 30th. Silver Diner. Eat well, be well. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now Rob Woodfork. All right, let's start with the Nationals and the Braves. They're about to get started in the ATL with Charlie Morton on the mound to take the game's first pitch in less than five minutes. Patrick Corbin taking the mound for the Nats. Trying to improve on his Major League worst record of 6-18. and 18. Meanwhile, the Orioles and Tigers scoreless at Camden Yards. The O's in desperate need of a win to uh, try and keep those fading playoff hopes alive. The Washington Commanders officially placed center Chase Rouillet on injured reserve. They have uh, signed veteran Nick Martin for depth. Uh, Martin actually started 62 games as a Texan, so uh, quite a bit of experience uh, there on the uh, commander's bench. A uh, pair of big names in hockey calling it a career. Longtime Boston defenseman Zidane Ochara, who spent his uh, penultimate season of his 21 year career here in Washington. He's set to retire as a Bruin. Uh, P.K. Subban hanging up the skates after 13 NHL seasons spent in Montreal, Nashville, and New Jersey. Back to baseball to mourn the loss of one of the greatest athletes that come out of D.C., Maury Wills, a seven-time MLB All-Star in the 1960s. He won three World Series championships with the Dodgers, uh, has passed away. The uh, Cardo- Cardozo grad, best known as one of the most feared men on the base pass, the first major leaguer to steal 100 bases in a season on his way to 586 swipes over a 14-year career. Maury Wills was 89. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. The senior federal judge appointed to review materials seized by the FBI from Donald Trump's Florida estate sharply questioned the Trump attorneys today. Judge Raymond Deary repeatedly pressed the lawyers for refusing to back up the claim that the former president declassified the highly sensitive national security related records found at Mar-a-Lago. Russia is struggling to beat Ukraine on the battlefield, so now it may be trying to do so at the ballot box. Russian-controlled regions of eastern and southern Ukraine announced plans to start voting this week to become part of Russia. It's an effort to swallow up four Ukrainian regions. And President Biden is in New York to attend high-level talks and deliver an address at the United Nations. Ukraine is expected to be his primary focus. Stay with us here on WTOP for more about these stories in only minutes. The chair of the Prince George's County School Board remains on the job while she appeals State Board of Education charges that could lead to her removal. She's charged with incompetency, neglect, and misconduct in office. But by the time the legal process is resolved, she might not be the chair anymore. Juanita Miller's administrative law hearing is scheduled to begin November 28th, about six months after the state board issued charges aimed at removing her from office. The roughly one-and-a-half-week-long trial will take a break in the middle and then wrap right before Christmas. But that's only if the judge rules in her favor on a request for summary decision in late October. Even if he does, in December, the new school board will be able to pick its own chair, meaning that if this goes to trial, she might not even be the board chair once her trial concludes. Now, the state board could still move to remove her from office even if the judge rules in her favor. That decision probably won't come before next year. John Dome in WTOP News. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, has some heavy volume inside the Beltway on 66 westbound, leaving Roslyn headed toward Ballston. The crash just before Glebe Road. Everything's off on the right shoulder, but it was drawing attention. But again, the lanes are open. Beyond that, better getting to and across the Beltway and headed west. Still a little sluggish out in Manassas, uh, approaching the rest area. Again, into the sunshine, but again, no incidents in your uh, way otherwise. Long-standing crash, cleanup and investigation, eastbound Old Ridge Road after Smoketown Road. Last check still getting by, single file past that cleanup. And McLean, Old Dominion Drive near Kirby Road, you were under police direction past that crash. Crash that was in Annandale, southbound Ravensworth Road near Braddock Road. That should be out of the roadway. Checking for a new crash out in Loudoun County, northbound 28, just north of Waxpool Road near Warp Drive. Uh, unclear if any lanes are closed, but again, you had fire and rescue apparatus running both sides of 28, so be careful there. In the district in northwest, serious crash involving a pedestrian. Uh, still unclear what they are doing with traffic there, but it looks, at least for now, traffic stopped both ways on Rock Creek Parkway near Virginia Avenue. As a result, back in Virginia, 95 southbound, lingering delays, Lorton down to Woodbridge. Uh, beyond that, better headed south toward Fredericksburg. They were checking for an incident, 395 south near Glebe Road. But so far, nothing visually seen in any of the cameras in that area. Whether you're moving down the street across the country or around the world, Interstate Moving has been delivering quality moves you can trust for over 75 years. Visit their website at moveinterstate.com. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. After highs today in the 80s, we'll have lows tonight in the 60s under clear skies. Another hot day tomorrow, even a few degrees warmer than today with highs in the mid to upper 80s and plenty of sun. Thursday will be our transition day to cooler weather with highs in the 70s to low 80s and some scattered showers and a few thunderstorms around mainly later in the day. Breezy to windy on Friday with highs only in the 60s. On Saturday, we'll have highs in the low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Annapolis 80, Bowie 78, Leesburg 77. As far as how cool it'll get tonight, if cool is the right word, we actually could be down to the 50s in some suburban areas much later tonight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And still ahead on WTOP, a new court filing that has to do with Metro Rail and handguns. We'll explain it's 721. Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. Marianne Monroe, Senior Director of Federal CX Strategy at Maximus, says implementing modern customer experience capabilities, human-centered design, and artificial intelligence are critical to helping employees do their best work. We still need the people on the front lines. They keep our government running and delivering every day. They're the backbone of our government, and we need to prepare them with the skills, training, and tools to do their job. At Maximus, we are focused on the future of federal government. We deliver mission-driven innovation at speed and scale, turning insights into impact. We are a top systems integrator and leading provider of transformative technology services, digitally enabled customer experiences, and clinical health services. We help agencies navigate obstacles and anticipate the unexpected by becoming more agile, empowered, effective, and ready for what lies ahead. We are Maximus, moving people forward. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. Good to have you here. 722. 
At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. Question five. Lucas and Carla have three homework assignments each. Lucas does his online at home, but Carla has no internet at home. If Carla has to travel five miles to find Wi-Fi at a noisy diner or a grocery store parking lot, how can she ever be expected to do well in school? This is not a problem kids should have to solve. Cox connects to compete, providing affordable internet to lower income students. Available to new residential Cox Internet customers who meet eligibility criteria. Other restrictions apply. You're listening to WTOP News. 723. Metro is not an appropriate place to carry handguns. That's in a new court filing by D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine. DCist reports Racine calls Metro too sensitive a place where you have large numbers of federal workers and D.C. school children on those trains most every day. Racine is responding to a late June lawsuit by four people seeking to carry guns on Metro trains and buses. Their federal lawsuit came days after the Supreme Court dramatically changed the legal standards for carrying guns in public. A congressional panel has been considering some of the most significant changes for D.C. in nearly 50 years. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller reports the home rule legislation, which a House panel has now approved, would give the district greater control over issues including crime and spending. All legislative activity of the D.C. Council is now subject to congressional review. But a bill sponsored by D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton would make significant changes, lifting that congressional review and allowing the district to prosecute all local crimes as well as provide clemency and at a house oversight committee hearing norton chafed at republican suggestions to take away dc's home rule this will not happen on my watch but republicans argue dc can't be trusted to handle its own affairs georgia's jody heiss says the district closed down too tightly during the pandemic and now it's dealing with another big problem crime goes up and it continues to go up on capitol hill mitchell miller wtop news Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Remember in the recent Maryland primary how we had to wait a while to get some of the final results? It's because Maryland has a law that says mail-in ballots can only be counted after the election. A lawyer for the Maryland State Board of Elections is urging a judge to suspend the law this November so we can get those results faster. Maryland Matters reports the attorney is asking the court to allow mail-in ballots sent in this fall to be processed and counted as they come in. That way elections can be certified sooner. Voters are expected to cast a record number of those mail-in ballots. But two lawyers for Republican nominee for Governor Dan Cox say the court should butt out here arguing under Maryland law questions involving the administration of elections belong to the legislature and not the judges. The people who run Virginia's elections want to make sure you know where to cast your ballot in the general election. Because of redistricting after the last census, some precincts and congressional legislative districts have changed. If you live in Virginia, you will soon get a card in the mail telling you where your polling place is. The Virginia Department of Elections website has details about all of this. 
Money News 25 and 55 and Steve Dresch. It was certainly a turbulent day on Wall Street on Tuesday. The Dow fell 313. The S&P 500 was off 43. And the Nasdaq lost 109. And an even tougher day for Ford Motors as they reported its worst trading day in more than 11 years. Shares of Ford closed just over $13, down 12.3%. The automaker lost roughly $7 billion off its market value. Steve Dresch. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. At Whole Foods Market, enjoy 20% off all packaged coffee through September 20th while supplies last. Plus, Prime members save an extra 10%. Shop now, in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, the new developments today regarding the investigation into the documents taken from Mar-a-Lago. It's 726. What did 9 out of 10 people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes,